Welcome to the Half Hill Report. News and items of interest for and about the village of Half Hill, the Valley of the Four Winds, Pandaria, and all of Azeroth. Half Hill Report is produced in cooperation with Half Hill Agricultural College, dedicated to serving the educational needs of the greater Valley of the Four Winds community. I'm your host, Tosh Mafuni, coming to you live from the upstairs room at Half Hill's own Lazy Turnip Inn. And rather than a letter from a listener this week, we have some news about the show. If you listened to the show last week, you'll have heard the somewhat confusing strike action taken by the Red Crane Society against the Half Hill Report and my subsequent conversation with Jan. Well, after carefully considering Jan's suggestions and talking to the rest of the gang, the Half Hill Report will now be broadcast every two weeks instead of every week. I hope this isn't too disappointing, but we all felt it was the best thing for everyone involved. Thank you to all of you that have faithfully tuned in every week up to now, and on behalf of the whole gang, we hope you'll continue to listen on this news schedule. And now, on with the news. In local news, the Half Hill Quilter Society, Half Hill Market, the Tillers, the Red Crane Society, and the Half Hill Ag Alumni Association are all teaming together to collect badly needed relief supplies to those communities devastated by the assaults of the primal incarnate Farak. In many cases, the residents of these communities have lost everything due to the firestorms unleashed by Farak. All donations of food, clothing, and healing supplies will go directly to those affected. Please drop your donations off at the Lazy Turnip, Half Hill Market, or Sunsong Ranch. In more uplifting news, it's a new month in Azeroth, so it's time for What's New at the Trading Post, a monthly report on some of what's new and exciting at the Tawny and Wilder and Zenshiri Trading Posts. If you see some unfamiliar alabaster-colored flying objects over Azeroth, it's probably the Alabaster Thunderwing or the Alabaster Storm Talon. I don't think I've ever said the word alabaster before. Anyway, these lovely mounts are sure to be popular. For those looking for a new battle pet or just a unique companion, you may want to check out the Spirit of Competition, a stunningly colorful dragonkin that will be a welcome addition to any stable of pets. And finally, fashionistas are sure to love the Ethereal Transmogrifier. Through a special arrangement with the Ethereals, adventurers may summon a Transmogrifier anytime or anywhere they want to change their attire. Huh. I wonder if Professor Talib knows about that one. And, as always, the trading posts are offering a dazzling selection of weapons and armor, sure to match any taste. The news is brought to you in part by the Red Crane Society, who remind us that we're all in this together. Hey folks, you know who always has a consistently wonderful selection of goods that you can count on every day? The fine vendors of Half Hill Market. Whether you're shopping for farm, garden, or kitchen, you'll find what you need at the best prices to be found anywhere. Half Hill Market, open every day, all year round. A world of shopping, right here in our own backyard.
Well, after a long absence from the show, we're joined this week by our Blood Elf correspondent, Eliandor, with his culture and lifestyle segment called A View from the Top. Eliandor, over to you. Greetings, all you fabulous listeners. Eliandor here with A View from the Top. This week, I'm here to talk about some of the best fashion offerings from the Zenshiri Trading Post. Now, honestly, Orgrimmar isn't my favorite place to travel. It's far too dirty and noisy for my taste. But, inexplicably, the Trading Post decided to set up shop in Orgrimmar rather than the obvious choice of Silvermoon. There's no accounting for taste, I suppose. But despite the Trading Post's unfortunate location, this month, Zenkala and Shiri are offering some very nice pieces that will be solid additions to any wardrobe. The focus this month is on cloaks and gloves, perhaps a little too early for the fall season, but you can't afford to be too prepared for an unexpected social invitation. Color coordination is the watchword here, and four matching ensembles are available in both crimson and azure. For more elegant affairs, you could do worse than a pairing of the Wanderer's Crimson Threads, paired with the Embercourt Soiree Gloves. Their deep crimson color is rich, the gloves elegantly long, and the front of the hoodless cloak drapes sumptuously around your neck. For those who lean more to the Alliance side, a similar ensemble is available as the Wanderer's Azure Trappings and the Queen's Conservatory Ball Gloves. If you happen to be slumming, which as far as I'm concerned you're doing anywhere outside of Silvermoon, complimentary cloaks are available in the Vagabond's Azure and Crimson Threads. Their tattered hems and somewhat crudely stitched hoods will allow you to fit in anywhere that the Hoi Polloi gather, from Gadgetzan to Dampwick. If you're wearing any of these ensembles into a high-risk environment, coordinating helms are available as well. The Crown of Eternal Winter in Azure, and the Hood of Hungering Darkness in Crimson. Now, just between us, neither of these are to my taste. I mean, what's the point of dressing to be seen, only not to have your face seen? Unless, of course, you're my sister Shala and doing someone in, in which case not being seen is de rigueur. Until next time, Sharalaran and Silver Moon Dreams to you all. Thanks, Eliandor, and it's great to have you back. De rigueur? Is that a Sindori phrase? Um, anyway, A View from the Top is sponsored in part by the Wayfarer's Rest Inn in Silver Moon City. Wayfarer's Rest, the art of excellence in the heart of Silver Moon. Checking the Azeroth calendar, the first ever Kalimdor Cup begins in just a couple of days. Dragon riders from all over Azeroth will be converging on Valdraken to meet with Lord Andestras and register to compete for the valuable prizes and, rumor has it, a pretty snappy outfit. And speaking of snappy outfits, free t-shirt day will happen in just three days. So get to your favorite capital city and other select locations throughout Azeroth to get yours. It's time once again for our weekly feature, The Inside Story, with everyone's favorite Draenei travel correspondent, Velmic. 
joined once again this week by Professor Talib. Velmek, Talib, great to see you both again. Hey there, Tosh. Hello, Tashi. So, what adventure do you two have to share with us this week? Well, you remember last time you were disappointed that we didn't go into Time Rift? Yeah? This time we did. Really? That's great. So, tell us all about it. Okay. First, we are traveling all the way to a place in Dragon Isles called Tierhold Reservoir. This is amazing Titan facility in Thaldrassus. There, we are gathering with many other adventurers to talk to Soridormi, the consort of Nostormo. She is there to find a way to repair the time rifts. You know, for our listeners who might not know, can, can you explain the time rifts? Sure, Tashi. You see, the Titan's designs include many alternate realities and timelines different from our own. The recent disturbances in our timeline caused tears between those other realities and ours. You can see why this might be a problem. I'm sure. Kind of. Maybe. <sighs> no, not really. Look at it this way, Tosh. How would you feel about living in world where Lich King had won? Ah, <laughs> I see your point. Okay, good. So, like I am saying, Soridormi is there enlisting help from adventurers to help in the repairing time rifts. But before she was able to open portal, we had to take care of some little problems coming through rifts in the reservoir. Little problems, huh? <laughs> that sounds bad. It wasn't so difficult. There were many adventurers, and as the old Pandaren saying goes, many paws make light work. The biggest challenge was finding something to shoot at before it was killed. Not so difficult. Easy for you to say, Professor. I spent most of time running away from Apex Raptors. <laughs> so that's why I couldn't find you. So all you had to do was kill a bunch of stuff and not get killed? <laughs> that pretty much sounds like a normal day for an adventurer. What, what exactly makes it a time rift? Oh, no. Killing things that come through tears was just first part. Like Professor is saying, with all adventurers there, it wasn't terrible. For her, anyway. But after that part is done, we had to go back to Suridormi for her to open portal to Ulderoth. <laughs> Wait, Ulderoth? Yes. From looks of place when we get there, I am thinking this is place where Titans may have made slightly different decisions in early history of Azeroth. Would have been greener place without the corruption that happened later, but not as interesting. What would world be without dwarves and goblins? I don't know. <laughs> More sober, less commerce. Tashi. Sorry, go on. <laughs> I thought it was funny, but seriously, Ulderoth was very beautiful. So green and lush. Some of biggest and most colorful flowers I have ever seen were all over a beautiful temple complex that had amazing view off to large green mountain range in distance on one side and huge waterfalls on other. We saw massive entry doors to inner temples, but they were closed and no way to get in. 
I would have loved to see inside. I would have liked to have had more time to examine an hourglass I saw on a bridge. No telling what that could tell us about the nature of time rifts. Unfortunately, there wasn't time to see everything. Because almost as soon as we get there, we find ourselves in fight with Titanic Keeper Freya. Let me tell you, she wasn't happy to see us there. Oh, what a fight she put up, running all over Temple Complex and doing her best to defend Ulduroth from what she probably saw as a corruption from our timeline. No one is the villain in their own story. What? You said she was probably just defending her own reality from what she saw as a threat, just like you were doing. Makes you think, doesn't it? I'm glad you remembered something from our discussions, Tashi. Actually, I think I read that in a fortune cookie. Oh, I was so happy for a moment. Excuse me, but if you two are done with philosophical discussion, can I go on, please? Sure, sorry. Like I am saying, she led adventurers on merry chase all over complex. We are dashing back and forth, jumping down to lower levels, running up and down ramps. And let me tell you, no one wanted to fall from that place. Looked like you would fall forever. But finally, after pretty good fight that I think Tilly would have enjoyed actually, we are beating Freya and returning through portal to Soridormi to report what we have done and collect our rewards. Oh, so there was a payoff for this. Oh, yes. We got paid in paracausal flakes, a new currency for to buy things from vendors not far from there. I got this very nice trinket from Pandaren named Shy Everbreeze. Very nice. What did you buy with your payout, Professor? Well, nothing yet. I decided to save up for something special. A new trinket, or perhaps a mount. Wise as usual. Well, it sounds like it was quite the adventure. One more thing, Tashi. Um, okay, go ahead. I was also very excited to get access to a device called the Watcher's Log. It has a cultural analysis of the Yangol that's more detailed than anything I've seen before. I suspect other rifts might yield other books about other less known races. It'd be valuable to build up a collection. Tosh, let me tell you, Professor was so happy to find this device when we returned to Suridormi. <laughs> you would have thought it added new outfit to Trial of Style. <laughs> Good friend, Velmic. <laughs> well, like I said, it sounds like it was an amazing adventure to an alternate reality. Do you two plan on doing more of them? I don't know. What do you think, Professor? Absolutely. Much fun and great rewards. Why not? Well, we'll look forward to hearing about them. Until then, Dionys Aka to both of you. Dionys Akatash. See you in two weeks. See you soon, Tashi. Next time, serve cookies. As always, we are coming to you live from the Lazy Turnip Inn in the heart of Half Hill, the little town that time forgot and the years can't improve. Next time your travels take you through Pandaria, drop by and see us, won't you? And when you do, remember to ask Denden 
for a cold, refreshing Storm Stout brew. Brewed right here in the valley by the fine Pandarans at Storm Stout Brewery. When in doubt, reach for a Storm Stout. Well, thanks for joining us again this week, folks. And be sure to tune in later this week for Season 2 of the hit show, Good Portents. Listen in to the intelligent and irreverent humor as two unlikely companions, a fallen Venthyr and a shamed Kyrian, try to make their way in the afterlife now that the Jailer has been defeated. See you in two weeks, and remember, make your own turnip. The Half-Hill Report is a fan-created fictional radio broadcast based on World of Warcraft. All place names, character names, and music from World of Warcraft used in the Half-Hill Report are the exclusive property of Blizzard Entertainment. World of Warcraft is a trademark or registered trademark of Blizzard Entertainment, Inc. in the U.S. and other countries. No copyright or trademark infringement is intended by the Half-Hill Report. If you would like to reach us, you can find us on Twitter at Halfhill Report or drop us an email at halfhillreport at yahoo.com.